Hello, I'm Matthew Pfeiffer with MattPfeifferCoaching.com. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Toxic to Triumph. In today's episode, I answer a listener's email from a woman who feels very disrespected by her ex-fiance who would not allow for her to go to certain events such as Christmas parties, weddings. He would not even allow for his kids to meet her kids. Looking forward to having this conversation and I will talk to you soon. So today we have another email question from a listener, and she referenced the episode that I titled How the Narcissist Stole Christmas. So I will put that in the show notes in, in whichever platform you're listening to if you wanted to go back to that episode. So the email reads, I have a question that I hope you can elaborate on. In your podcast, How the Narcissist Stole Christmas, you mentioned that the narcissist might alienate you at holiday events. One of our biggest fights was I always felt like I was not respected by his people. His son's graduation, he went off and did not call me the entire weekend. He was invited to his best friend's niece's wedding and was told not to bring me as his plus one because his ex-wife was there. That's a problem. Then the story changed, but I never got the true story. You probably will never get the true story, and as soon as I read that, I knew that that probably was not the true story, number one, and even if his best friend told him not to bring you in lieu of his ex-wife that's amazing the fact that he did not stick up for you the fact that he did not want you there um, either tells me two things a problem on his end and b his best friend if this is a true story is possibly a flying monkey for him and or his ex-wife so the email continues christmas get-togethers with his friends i was i was never asked to accompany him We were together for nearly five years and engaged. His kids never met my kids. One time when I was at his house, his father and and my fiancé's ex was coming by to water the plants. I'm sorry, let me reread that. One time when I was at his house, his father said my my fiancé's ex was coming by to water the plants and he did not want me fighting with her. Where on earth did, did... I set any sort of precedence that this was going to be a thing. Now, before I continue, I do want to say that I did follow up with this emailer and there, and uh, from what she says, there was no previous fighting with any exes or any of um, this gentleman's previous, um, previous wife or girlfriends. So as the email continues, nothing was truly concrete, no smoking gun. It was there, but just abstract enough that when it came up, so basically when she would ask, why don't you ever invite me with you to such and such house? His response would be that it was, it was only paranoia on her part and that, that, he, that she wasn't invited. But it was strong enough to reinforce a narrative that I wasn't quite wor- worthy enough to be a part of his group. Even when we were engaged and, and he lived with me, if 
if this was a if this is such a common thing you see with people involved with narcissists then i'm sure i'm not the only one who would like to hear about this and get some validation this made me think i was paranoid and crazy so i want to address a, a few things number one uh that last line that made me feel like you were made you feel like you were paranoid and crazy number one you're not paranoid and you're not crazy I tell people all the time to stand in your own truth. And the fact that you guys were engaged for this long and his kids never met your kids, the fact that you were not invited to Christmas parties, to friends, weddings, things of those. I think that anyone listening to this is screaming at the fact that he possibly could have been cheating and possibly had a whole secondary life. And this is something that's very common with with narcissists. But just for argument's sake, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Just for argument's sake. And let's say for a second that there was not any cheating going on, that he was not still with his ex, that that there wasn't anything fishy going on. And in your words, you even said, I did not have a smoking gun. Meaning that, and I take that as you did not have a have strong conclusive evidence that he was cheating with his ex or with anyone else. So with that being said, let's give him the benefit of, benefit of the doubt for one second. Even with us giving him the benefit of the doubt, and even with you not having, quote unquote, not having a smoking gun, you still have a major problem. The problem is that your feelings are telling you are basically screaming at you that there is something wrong here and you have allowed this to happen for and I know that um, from our last email I know that you guys are not no longer together but you allowed for this to happen for way too long you were engaged with someone that would that refused to introduce his kids to you um, you were with someone that refused to take you to major events and Basically, in so many ways, in so many words, did not want you to be a part of his life. And even if he was not cheating, he was definitely, at the very, very least, using this as a triangulation technique. And using it to make you jealous, using it to make you, quote-unquote, paranoid, like he, like he called you. And I think that we lose sight of the fact that a lot of narcissists have different forms of supply his form of supply may not have been cheating it may have been just the fact that he liked getting a reaction out of you whenever he would go to these events I'm assuming that he was probably cheating or that there was something possibly going on however once again just for sake of argument let's give him the benefit of the doubt with that being said your your emotions were screaming at you. And I want, to, I want to use this as an example. When you're driving in a car, your emotions are very much like the dashboard. If you were to continue to drive your car, even though your dashboard is saying that the check engine light is, going, is, is on, despite that your dashboard is saying that you need to change your oil or the, the fact that your dashboard is telling you that you need gas in your car, Eventually, your car is going to stop running. And that is basically what was happening with you. If you and I were working one-on-one, 
I, I would press you on the fact that your feelings and your emotions were telling you one thing, but you continued with this relationship without setting a firm boundary and without enforcing the boundary that, listen, I, I want to be a part of your life. I want to feel like your fiance. I want to feel like your woman. I want to be involved in these events. And I also want your kids involved with my kids. The fact that you allowed for this to happen for so long, despite that your feelings were telling you otherwise, despite that your emotions were telling you otherwise, lets me know that you're used to putting yourself second. You're used to allowing, you're used to sacrificing your own feelings, your own, your own emotions, and in this situation, at the very least, even your own children for the sake of a relationship. This is something that definitely goes back to your inner child, goes back to your childhood. You're used to putting yourself second. You're used to sacrificing yourself. You're used to putting the needs of others first and the the happiness of others first and the comfortability of others first above and beyond, in this situation, far above and beyond your own needs. So for you, this is definitely an area of focus and a de- definitely an area of need that you put yourself first, that you get to a point where you feel comfortable not only setting boundaries but enforcing boundaries and not allowing for people to cross these boundaries for as long as this guy did. And I know from a previous email that you, know, that you guys are no longer together, and this is something that you definitely want to work on and work on those inner wounds and the, the inner child wounds that you have to make sure that things like this don't happen in future relationships. And this may, this might, this might hurt and this might sting a little bit, but you're going to find out as you start setting boundaries that there's going to be other people in your life that are probably taking advantage of you the same way that your now ex-fiance did. You probably have friends, you probably have family members and other people that you might be courting that are taking advantage of you just as bad or more as your ex-fiance. You'll hear me say this on this podcast often is that narcissists and toxic people are very much like rodents. When you discover that you have one mouse or when you have, um, you know, when you, when you see one mouse, you typically, or, or I remember in my own experience, one time I had a bat in my house and even though I got rid of that one bat, I found out that there were several that were that were in my attic that, that were basically just hanging out like it was a bat cave or something along those lines. So as you do your research and as you do your work on yourself, you're going to find out more than likely that you have other people in your life that are just, a, just as toxic, if not worse. So this is going to be a journey for you. You know, I know that uh, you and I are working together and, and um, you know, but, you know, the work needs to continue and you will start to see fruits from it. So if you found the information in this episode to be useful and you would like to make a contribution, you can go to mattpfeiffercoaching.com, go to the donations tab, and you can donate any amount that you find equivalent to the amount of information that you received today. Or if you'd like more information on me, or if you'd like to work with me one-on-one, you can also go to mattpfeiffercoaching.com, go to products. You can select whichever product you feel works best for you, and I would love to work with you one-on-one. Also, if you have a question that you would like for me to answer in a future podcast, you can also go to mattfifercoaching.com. Go to contact, send me, a, send me an email, three paragraphs max, 
being very direct and specific about your situation. And I would love to answer any questions that you might have on a future episode. Until then, I'll talk to you soon. To the sky, spread your wings wide, show the world you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly, fly. Show the world you can fly, baby. Dream big, keep your head to the sky. Spread your wings wide, show the world you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly, yeah. Show the world you can fly. Dream big, keep your head to the sky. Spread your wings wide, show the world you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly.